All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. New, new year, year. <laughs> same bitches. <laughs> we did not even plan to we say the new but year. That's what it is. New year, okay? It's Ain't no energy. new new us. It's the same us. We made it. Hey. To 2021. It's kinda kinda um like, oh shit, we made it. Mm. We made it. Nigga, we made it. Yeah. Hey, welcome. How's your new year? Um, so far, I only been here three days. <laughs> <laughs> I just got here. here. Yeah. But so far, it's been good. Yeah, it's been relaxing. How yours? Relaxing. I relaxed into the new year. Same. I relaxed. I turned. Never mind. Get that tea on Patreon. Not but you know what I here. will say for the new year? I'm a fan of curating your own experience with mm-hmm. an intimate group. Yeah. Or a person or whatever that looks like for you and not relying on other people for the activities because it's the self-sufficiency for me that for me too it's yeah. the self-sufficiency for me so new year so far so good but you know we're taking it day by day mm-hmm. we ain't touching nothing we just came came <laughs> in and we sitting down sitting down hoping for the best yeah but i'm happy to be here i'm happy too god rose me up out of my bed so you had a good weekend 
I did have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, we're we're well into the week now at this point. I know, but it's, it's good. Tuesday, it's good. It's good. Tomorrow's gonna be Wednesday. Yeah, it's good. But we're here. We're here. What's up with it? Um. Well, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you, and you kiki with a wee. <sighs> so it's twenty twenty one, and niggas still doing stupid shit. Fuck shit. What's that? Fabulous. Go ahead. Fabulous decides to come on to the internet mm-hmm. and post a picture of him and his team, Emily. I was about Emily. to call her Molly. Oh. <laughs> Emily, they've been together for years. How long, long have they been together? Like over 20 years? For a long time. Long, too long. long enough for him to be calling. Um, long enough for them to have three kids. And for him to be calling that oldest one. What's her name? Tiana? Tanea? Whatever. T- whatever her name is. His, his daughter. daughter. Yeah. His seed. Yeah. So, so this is time. what he says. Fabulous posts a picture of him and Emily on New Year's Eve and says, it's a picture of them boot up, boot up. And he says, <laughs> boot up, boot up. I know the cool of this generation is being savage and not giving a fuck. And all the rap songs say money over everything. And everybody is sleeping with somebody else's man or woman. But for real, having a partner to love, share life with, raise a family together with, and make each other better is real goals. That's the real cool. That's really winning. Love you, Emily B. Hmm. Now, now my thing, a, yeah. <laughs> my thing with F A B O L O U S is come on, bruh, First it. of all, you late, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> We've been here. I don't, I don't want know this message from been? Fabulous. I want it from a LeBron. I'll take it from a LeBron. I'll take it from a LeBron James. LeBron someone James, who's been, someone who's been loving on their partner and having someone to share life with. I also want it for someone who didn't knock Emily's teeth, teeth straight out of her <laughs> mouth. Like what? You done beat my ass. I done had to get my ass beat. The trauma bond. The it's struggle of. It's the struggle of. The struggle of. Like what, nigga? It's the struggle of. It's that part that makes me like fabulous. I don't want to hear this from you. And I don't want it. I don't want the post, the repost of fabulous. Like he just screamed something from Good the man. mountaintop that yeah. was just whoo, mind blowing. Something to write home about. First of all, it's basic because this woman has been in your life showing up for you raising your kids i'm sure taking care of your home for years yeah playing the background for years years. and now today in 2021 you've just had this revelation where you want to talk about what other people what the new generation is lacking nigga two years ago you bust her teeth up (laughs) her fucking veneers were on the ground on that journey Take us on the journey of what you had to go through to of see redemption. that that was wrong. Of redemption. Own up to that. Let's talk about that since yeah. we're talking. We want the story about, of redeeming. Yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. That, that you know what he needs to be saying? What? I misvalued and I devalued mm-hmm. for a lot of years that I didn't take, take you know, what is that called? I appreciation? Appreciate, you know, when you don't. um You didn't, you didn't know what you had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't, you weren't. That. What was in right in you, front of you. you. <laughs> Is that. Okay, speak to that and then the process of learning to appreciate. Yeah. Like that this woman was been, has been by my side through right and wrong, right. thick and thin. Yeah. When people said this about me, she, stood, she still right. thought about that. And now I have come to appreciate. All right. And I still don't want a nigga like that. I don't either. But nigga, but talk from experience. Do, he has to do a little more than what he did. Shit. In order to get any of my praises. We will take that from LeBron James. Even like, you know, Kobe Bryant. We don't, I'm not going to speak about Kobe. 
But I'm saying like a good man, good husband, Somebody family that man. don't got no <laughs> smut on they rep. Yeah. The, the type that he has, at least. I know there's room for change and redemption, but, bruh, we haven't addressed the teeth being knocked out of her mouth. Yeah, he's acting like that didn't exist. That happened. It is like, is that what she had to go through for you? Now you struggle of. Now you're on your... um. Now you're on the pedestal. No, what's that? You're, and Dan, why can't we think of what we want to say today? You know why. When you're redeeming yourself, like when you're really like soap now you got to. On the soapbox. No, now you really got to work for me, nigga, because you messed up bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, so now, you know, you're at my feet. Yeah. At this point, she's in the lemonade part of the album. They, the album they're building sandcastles. Sandcastles. I would have had to leave that beat. Same, bitch. After the teeth were knocked out and everybody know, knew about it and he came in my daddy file. Yeah. It would have just been a dub. Yeah. I'll be taking everything. I'll be taking half. And, and so getting the thing, on. the thing, so it was him, the way he delivered the message, like he's just the been model here. man. Mm -hmm. And then the people reposting it, talking about goals. Like now we have to set bigger goals for ourselves. Why is that your goals? Yeah. I see nine people story. That's basic. And I'm like, what are they talking about? that's basic and we're done with that and we should no struggle love you don't have to have all that and that doesn't have to be your goals first of all none of these celebrities really be goals because we don't really know yeah you see jada and little baby hmm? jada and little baby oh, people thought that was goals and then <laughs> you it's know not, yeah that unraveled and it's like actually it's not goals so no struggle love we're we're wanting and looking for an entertaining healthy love come on not putting basic shit on pedestals. Period. If that's y'all story, let it be y'all story, but it don't got to be our story. Yeah. And yeah, I just wasn't here for it. It didn't move me. Same. She wasn't moved. I wasn't She's standing moved. still. <laughs> I wasn't moved. I saw that and said, fabulous, stop. You just like one of them old niggas who finally come around when your dick stop working. That, that's what it was giving me. Very Snoop Dogg. Very. Very Snoop Dogg. <laughs> very like, well, bitch, you here. Yeah. It was giving I'm me very. I'm not that appealing. Yeah. And yeah yeah here's your trophy godly very chrissy and um jim jones <laughs> very it's giving me no yeah it's giving me we want more for ourselves yes so what else was tea um the stimmies dropped mine didn't corvette corvette where's, where's my, my motherfucking stimulus check, check? god damn where you walk like that? Where you tongue like that? My dun, account dun, dun, was dun, not dun, stimulated. Dun. And once I saw on Twitter that people's, people's accounts had got stimulated, I'm like, I was checking my Wells Fargo app like a crackhead. Like, where's my coin? Period. My coin has yet to hit. And I'm hearing that a lot of people have not been getting their stimulus checks. Once I checked three times in a day, I said, let me go to the source. Let me go to the IRS <laughs> website. I need to figure out what's going on with my money, my money. It wasn't up yet, though. No, I checked. Oh, when you sent the link, it was up, but I had went before you had even sent that. Oh, uh, okay. Link. I'm like, I'm like, where's my payment? I'm like, they know they got my shit IRS. direct deposit. Backslash, where's my payment? Exactly. Hold <laughs> on. Y'all got my information because y'all be taking the money that y'all already be taking. You know, the thing that be making me chuckle on the inside is when people be trying to um, figure out what's wrong with their stuff. They like, well, you know, because I pay my taxes, but I do owe. Yeah. And then the student loan, I didn't pay my student loan. <laughs> yeah, trying to rationalize where the fuck the payment Where's is. Where's my payment? But I felt, I was like, it couldn't be nothing that I have or haven't done because a lot of people haven't gotten their um, stimmies. I'm looking like proximity. But like, I heard there was a glitch in the system. I don't like that. So That's what I don't like. 
My thing is now they're ma they're mailing mine when I've never received anything by mail. I'm like, why? Who the fuck told y'all to I do that? Check my mail today. Who told y'all to do that? Some and then I saw another tweet that said, because you know there was back and forth about whether we were receiving the six hundred or the two thousand. Yeah. Somebody said six hundred, two thousand. It's already spent. <laughs> You know it is. As soon as they said it was finalized, I was adding that money into I'm my like, my, uh, and that's why it needs to be there because I had already put that into my my balance. <laughs> Shit, I got stuff coming out. Where's my money? Say, I said, paying in with that. Carry the tent, and tent, and pot, and that's there. That's how I did. I'm like, and it's not there. I'm so like, now, after everything's deducted, that will still be. be right. I'm like, where the fuck? Once I see mailed out on January 6th, I'm like, wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. I didn't plan. turn this shit up. <laughs> I'm like, I Where's didn't plan for So, yeah, hopefully so, it is. I'll but now at this point, I've released and said, I've subtracted from my balance. Yeah, yeah. And I said, when it comes, it'll be a blessing. I've gone to that mindset. Release and blessing. I've factored into February's expenses. I said, okay, car registration. And then, um, car registration girl, will be paid. With I know it. I'm going to need new tires or something. And then Joe Biden. What he said that Joe Biden. He said that if Georgia showed up today for the Senate election, that the two thousand would be automatic systematic. Cause, cause then we'd be, be running, then we'd the be bank. running this dun, 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 dun. automatic systematic. systematic. <laughs> exactly, cause you know what? Then we'd be running the Senate in this bitch. A a a, popping my collar. Come on, Georgia, show up, baby. I can't wait to see those results. Yeah, I'm waiting once, on them. Once I'm I waiting get, on Georgia at the dough. The thing is, once I get my six and then I get my my balance of fourteen hundred, <laughs> the fourteen hundred of occasion. Yeah. Oh, I'm running it up. So, Luxury. That's when they said the crab and the sh and the seafood is shaking in the store. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, I can't wait. Shake, I can't wait. Because we're gonna get a little bit of king crab. Oh Lord. Uh, no, but for real though, where's our stimulus checks? But I'm just glad that. Uh, well, I don't even know if I'm glad because it's still saying they don't know mine is still up in the air. But I'll let you. I know if I'm gonna be glad with what I receive. If it's something like one hundred dollars, ooh, I'm gonna be pissed. I can't pay shit. And with honestly, that. truly, we have been in the pandemic about a year now. We're uh -huh. two months shy of a year. Mm -hmm. We should have been getting stimulated monthly. There's so many people that are out of work. Yeah, the rent moratoriums or whatever those things are called. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> They're no longer in place. Yeah. Like real talk, people's accounts need to be stimulated. It's not, it shouldn't even be a question. People lock, we're going back in the lockdowns. It's looking different for different places, but. Mm -hmm. Prayers. The money needs to reside. The stimmy money needs to reside in my bank account. In the account is where it needs to be. Period. So. So, um, yeah, that's the tea for this week. What else we got? Tons of ratings and reviews came in, right? That's Tons. what she wrote. <laughs> You guys showered us with lots of love, you words guys of affirmation. Really did. So it's a new year, but the ratings and the reviews still remain at the same level of importance, which is high priority. At the forefront. High priority. Mm -hmm. We need your ratings and your reviews, and we actually need them more than ever okay. because um, we have goals and we're tired of playing with y'all. <laughs> we're tired of playing with you. The foot is on your neck. Mm -hmm. Please submit your rating and review, especially if you've been a longtime listener. Do your part. Do your part. Do your now. part. Show up. So let's read our review of the week. Um, Get it. Here we go. Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a motherfucking jet like that. Let me pull it up. You pull it up. Because I thought I had it here. 
loyal listener here. <laughs> this comes from her name is Olivia. Hey, Liv. I've been listening to Britney and Jeremy since June 2020 consistently. They are my soul sisters and don't even know it yet. Every time I'm rushing to work, the Blacker Bravado is on play in my car. It's the personalities for me. I am so blessed to have found their podcast. They can make a girl laugh into tears. Their singing at random moments are the absolute best. The advice is top tier. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. I am too inspired to start my own podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and the harmonies, I've already made promises that the harmonies are coming harder. Oh, harder. Damn, bitch. <laughs> pressure. The pressure is on for yes. 2021. So, yeah. Thank you so much. So another way to support our podcast is by joining us over on Patreon. Yes. This week on Patreon, we have tons of content over there available to you. We have our audio. And visual affirmations. Yes. Oh, no, no. Visual are just on the page now. We have our audio affirmations, which mm -hmm. are like mini episodes where we talk through the affirmations, how they're going to, how they resonate with us. We share some random tea because that's just what we do. Period. And that's just who we are. Mm -hmm. um, what else we got? We have our playlist that's coming at the end of the week. So yes. if you if you want to hear what we've been bumping to, then tap in over mm -hmm. there. Um, it's going to be a lot of good good shit. A lot of good songs to help carry us through the month. A lot of good songs. And we also update that playlist throughout the month. So yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and we're also going to have our video content um, for real. Video content. For real, for real. So yeah, join us over on Patreon. We want to shout out our mommies who are new to the gang. Brittany, let them rip. Yes, so we got a lot of patrons and we're thankful. Thank because you. Because... Patreon is how um, this podcast is, is supported a form, a way, yeah. monetarily. You are the wind beneath our wings. You so are the let's, wind. <laughs> let's start out our patrons of the, shout out our patrons of the week. We have Harper. Hey, Harper. Now, Harper. Now, Harper is one of the new ones that just came today. Yeah, today. Harper and Amber Neat came today after the story post. They heard our cries and they're here. And they answered. So we have Harper, hey, we have Harper. Ambernique. Hey, Ambernique, welcome. We have A. Perkins. Hey, A. Perkins. Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. Danny. Hey, Danny. Amanda. Amanda, what's good? Megan. Hey, Megan. Brianne Lachey. Brianne Lachey. I'm loving this list. It's long. It's long. It's long. It's long. Mm -hmm. Leandra. Hey, Leandra. Catherine. Catherine. Kiana. Kiana, what's good? Leisha. Hey, Leisha. And Rashana. Hey, Rashana. <laughs> <laughs> so um wow y'all this list needs to be this sure week this long every, every week. week we need to keep the same energy um feel free to send your spend your stimulus with us yeah <laughs> you can join yearly and save like 15 percent mm -hmm. if you're a mommy who values saving some coin yes you don't have to do the monthly you can just you spend just, a check and get the value right back yeah 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 and um what else was i gonna say because i had something on the top of my dome mm -hmm. but now i forgot Last week on Patreon, though, we did do our monthly wrap-up. We did. Which was filled with some goodies. Some tea. Some tea. All our personal some business. Intimacy. Intimacy. Yeah. That, that's where it is. So if you're interested in getting to know us personal, more on a personal level, mm -hmm. join us over there. And you know what? We're leveling up the content over on Patreon this we year. Are. We have tons of things that are coming, and that content is um being taken up a notch also if you're a patron please make sure to give us your instagram name so that we can add you to our close friends close home girl story yes so last week last week seems like so long ago we were wrapping up 2020 we did we wrapped up 2020 so we did our annual wrap-up episode essentially we reflected on our favorite series of the year what we learned about mm -hmm. ourselves and what we're most hopeful for for 21 21 21 21 21 21 21 yeah what we're most hopeful for for this upcoming year so tap in with us there mm -hmm. 
and this week this week so we're picking back up our wellness and color series it's become one of my favorites same it's become one of my favorites it's been the guest for me i mean without them there's no series yes so this month we got another bomb homegirl on this one takes the cake she was dropping gems the cake is being taken yeah german chocolate dead red velvet you're sick (laughs) strawberries with whipped cream whatever you whatever you fancy baby (laughs) whatever cake yeah this was Mm -hmm. a good one i really enjoyed this conversation it was full of just hey bookies we got something special for you are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does Black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of Black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. 
Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Homegirl energy. Yeah, sharing codes. Knowledge, cheat codes for show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we think you'll, well, we'll know that you'll enjoy it because she knows what the fuck she's talking about so sit tight here we are let's get it 
Hey, homegirls. So today we have another one of our expert homegirls joining us to talk about all things wellness as we have been doing in this series. Mm -hmm. Today we have Angie, who's the founder of Afro Yoga based in Sacramento, California. (laughs) (laughs) She's a certified vinyasa, kometic, and yin yoga teacher, wellness entrepreneur, and self-taught graphic and web designer. Why do we do all the things? Like, black women, we be having so many things under our our belt. Like, I do this, I do that, and bitch, I do this too. Period. Um, We have to. So, yeah, we decided to call her on because we love what she's doing over at Afro Yoga. Mm -hmm. She, um, her goal over there is to raise consciousness through wellness practices to meet BIPLC, wherever they are on their wellness journey. And that sounds like our type of homegirl. Yeah. What's up, Angie? Tell the people about yourself. Give us a little bit of tea about who you are and your journey, how you got here. What's up? Thank you so much for having me. And I want to just say I'm honored to be here because I've been wanting to get on with y'all since like 2018. (laughs) So um, it's lovely to be here. And I just love y'all's podcast and just, just thankful to be kicking it with the homegirls yes. um, virtually. So, um, yeah, my name is Angie, like you mentioned. Um, started Afro Yoga back in 2017 when I saw that there was a serious, serious lack of representation in the wellness industry. Um, and I, you know, I saw a gap and I decided to fill it. I, I remember in college, um, I went to a, um, a historically black college for one year, Central State University in Ohio. In the middle of some cornfields, but I remember there was a speech one day where a guy said, "It really was, y'all. You had to uh, get a ride to get to town. It was a whole thing. wow." Um, but it was a great experience. Um, but he said, "If not you, who? And if not now, when?" Yeah. And I just thought that, wow, you know, that's real. Like, and I've, I've to give some background. You know, I was named after Angela Davis. Okay, so the activism runs seriously in my blood. And, um, you know, I just wanted, I'm here to disrupt. I'm also a double Aquarius. So, you know, we come here to to disrupt, to break down old systems, to build up new ones. We're always usually ahead of our time in terms of vision. Like we can see things way before other people. And I'm I'm grateful that I have been able to use that vision um, to create such an amazing platform that has given so much to me. And now to what is a global community um, of Afro yogis. Come on, Angela Hustle, the prolific visionary. Come on, disrupt, break down, and rebuild. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yes. It's giving very um activism and giving, bitch, I'm here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So how long have you been practicing yoga? Like, how did you get into the practice of yoga? I'm so glad you asked this question because I'm probably going to surprise y'all. Don't I say, don't say two years college. ago. You started in college? No. I, okay. I'm like, hold on now. Yes, I had to take a, a, a physical <laughs> uh, yesterday. I know. Uh, um, <laughs> I, um, I had to take a, a PE requirement for college. So I went to Central State. I came back. The shit was too cold. I was like, hold up. Recalibrate. Right. Um, came back to Cali and went to a community college. Um, and... I had to take a, a physical education credit. So I was like, well, shit, I'll, I'll just take yoga, right? Um, I didn't want to do your regular just walk around the track. So That's what um, I did. Yeah, the walking class. <laughs> That's what I did, yeah. lazy ass. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take track. walking. I was like, I'm like, yeah, let me just do something different. 
But um, hmm. I was really, at that time, still very irresponsible and in the wind, you know, very free-spirited. I wasn't showing up on time. And, like, I had a very serious white dude yoga teacher who had studied in India and all the shit. So he failed me. And I just and I deserved the F. So I failed wow. my very first yoga class in college. What a and bitch. And I barely passed the second time. With, I would have been a like a uh, woman teacher. I barely passed men. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that was sort of like the opening, uh, the opening to it. But um, years, some years later, I had moved abroad overseas. So I was born in Madrid, Spain, to an Air Force family. And uh, I moved back after just, like, being very disappointed with my job. Like, I just felt like there needed to be more. I wanted to do fashion blogging. And I was like, well, shit, I'll move to Spain. Like, there's a bunch of beautiful backdrops there. Didn't have no plan, no strategy, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I was like, my brother's moving out of his apartment. Fuck it, I'm going to go. I sold my car and took off. Wow. And, um... While I was there, shit started hitting the fan very, very quickly. Like, damn near immediately as I dropped down, shit just started going left. And I was like, ooh, this is... Because I'm used to things being in alignment and just falling in line and everything. It's like, okay, you know, I get, I get affirmation that I'm on the right track. Right. That was not occurring uh, when I went there. And so um, I got into a really deep depression. I was pretty much there by myself. Um, in that region of Spain and Catalonia is like the northeastern part in Barcelona, just outside of Barcelona. And um, people are very closed and it's very difficult to, to have connection with people. And like, it's not how here, how you could go to a grocery store and you in line at Trader Joe's and somebody behind you chopping it up. Next thing you know, you might end up exchanging numbers and meeting up for coffee, you know? Right. Yeah. It's not like that in that part. So I just really struggled and I felt very isolated and I fell into a very deep depression for a long time. And I ended up coming across um, a documentary called Awake about a yogi who is largely responsible for the popularization of yoga in the West. Um, his name is Paramahansa Yogananda. Mm-hmm. wrote an amazing book called Autobiography of a Yogi that sold millions of copies worldwide. Um, loved by the likes of John Lennon and so forth. Like, this this book was really uh, revolutionary for people, mm-hmm. uh, especially in its time. And so I, I watched a documentary about him, and it really kind of, like, shook me. Like, okay, there's more. Like, <clears throat> you know, and I, and I started to do the little bit of yoga that I remembered from college, and it started to be something that I looked forward to. And, it, you know, when you're depressed, you don't look forward to a goddamn thing. Right. Okay? Nothing, nothing is exciting. Nothing feels worthwhile, like a a constant numbness. Yeah, exactly. Nothing feels worthwhile. You don't want to put effort into anything, you know, and so that was already big in itself to actually wake up and want to move my body. And, you know, we know that we store emotion in our body and that things, you know, get lodged in there. So when you're moving, you have the opportunity to start releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just felt, um... I just felt myself start to come alive again. And then I decided to say, fuck it, I'm leaving Spain. It didn't work out. I didn't fail. It just was one step in the journey. I'm going back. And then when I came back, I started practicing in a studio for the first time. Mm. And I had a very incredible experience uh, where I felt this moment. It was a hot yoga class. She had us doing something super hard, balancing on one leg. 
and I was like, I, she said something around the language of like, like surrendering and letting whatever happen happen. Like if you fall, you fall, whatever. And I just, I remember being in a state of like pure bliss, like for a, for a period of time, it was like, have you ever felt full and, and like empty and full at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After eating something good, huh? I'm Germany. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know what you mean. I know what you I mean. I was going to say something totally different. But after fucking somebody, you're not supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel full, but a bitch is still empty. Yeah, you know. Exactly. It seems like the colder it gets outside, the thirstier my hair feels. I recently started using Aussie hair products, which have been giving me back so much moisture. I don't know if y'all know this, but I have 4D hair, 4D coils, and Aussie Miracle Moist just really makes my hair feel soft and smooth and just perfectly ready for Brittany to lock it. From cleansing to styling, and if you're a loose curl mommy, even day two, three, and four hair, Aussie products have you covered. The Miracle Moist shampoo is has become one of my favorites. Brittany put me onto this product. It's so nourishing. It's so clarifying. It has avocado and jojoba oil in it. It's like I said, it's one of my favorites. So another thing to consider, you girls know that I'm plant-based and plant-friendly. All the animals matter to me. Aussie products are also PETA certified and cruelty free so they love all types of hair and animals plus they're easy to find and affordable wherever you shop you can find aussie products starting at 2.99 learn more by following aussie on instagram at aussie hair usa you have you really do feel this when you're in those hot yoga classes i used to love why seven no like it's like oh my god like i feel very full but at the same time i'm like i've given everything i have yeah empty yes mm-hmm. keep going Ange. yes so you know that i that was something that i hadn't really experienced before mm-hmm. and being a very mental person uh being able to be in my body was such a treat because it gave me a, a break from being in my head and so it was just such a, I walked out of the class that day being like, wow, there's something more to this practice than what meets the eye. And I got more interested and uh, a friend of mine was working at a yoga studio. I was real broke at the time. I had just come back. I didn't know what I was doing with my life for like the first time. And uh, I ended up falling ass backwards into that training. She was like, hey, they're, they're doing a scholarship for a yoga teacher training. And I've always been a good writer. So, you know, your girl got the 50% scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, borrow, <laughs> borrowed the rest from Pop. And um, and graduating from teacher training just completely changed my, the course of my life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's, it's, we're really using the yoga practice as healing, right? That's what it seems like. This really helped bring you out of a dark place. And coming to yourself because you obviously thrived in this space like we see that you teach all different kind of yogas Mm -hmm. you have a full wellness practice going different healing modalities so it seems like um i guess it started off unintentional and became very intentional yeah it you kind of just landed there through the pe class which is crazy ran with it because i would have been like you know what i keep failing this this shit ain't for me period you know i the the this the 
you talking about how you really were able to, it was such a treat when you said that to be inside your body and not in your mind. I'm such a mental person is crazy. I'm oh such a. Oh my God. Me too. I was like, no, damn, no, you coming for me like you. that? I wasn't talking about you. You're coming for me like that? Me too. No, yeah, I, I'm such a uh, overthinker that it would be so nice if I could really implement, and I want to, some sort of physical practice. Well, I get it through skating. I honestly get it through skating. Yeah. I have that sense of like freedom and like, wow, it's peaceful here, you know? But to be, I wish I could do some yoga shit frequently, often. It's kind of hard. I know. The thing is, like, yoga is kind of intimidating because. Yes. Um, especially when you're beginning because you, well, I know I'll speak for myself. Like, I'm like, I hope I'm hitting these poses right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still in my mind all the time. And also, like, I guess kind of like how you started out with the P class when you weren't showing up on time. It can be hard to stay motivated and keep showing up when you feel discouraged yeah. when you're on the mat. and. Mm-hmm. Is there any tips that you can offer? Are there any tips that you can offer to someone who wants to practice yoga, but they're having a hard time staying motivated and showing up, showing up continuously? Because it's not something it's a practice. So when you first start doing it, you're not going to be good at it. It's something that you have to keep showing up for. But we get discouraged along the way. So are there some tips that you can offer that will help someone like stay encouraged and keep showing up? Yeah, absolutely. Several things, you know, um, a lot of the things y'all said are things that I have thought about are things that I have heard other people say. And I think that the first thing to know is that there is not such a thing as being good at it or being bad at it. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing is we have to eliminate the language around, um, around it being something to achieve, mm-hmm. right? Like that, it, that, that it is an achievement or like, that I did it right or this pose looks just like how this person's pose looks, right? Like we have to sort of define our own measure of success in the practice. And if that, and if the practice for today is I'm just going to get on my mat and lay down and breathe, then you succeeded in your practice for that day. You know, if, if your intention was just to move your body a little bit and you got on your mat for 10 minutes, then you did what you needed to do. So I think from, and, and part of what has kept me from my practice as well, because, you know, contrary to popular belief, I don't get on my mat every day. And I, and I also struggle with that consistency, but part of what I do when I am struggling is I remind myself that, um, that I decide what I want my practice to be in and what, how I need it to serve me. Right. I love that. The practice is there to serve me. Mm. So if the practice can offer me, a moment to be with myself and that's what I need. Great. If the practice can offer me some, you know, opening in my body, lengthening my body and stretching and just getting some new energy in, then great. You know, I think it is, it's to decide what you want the practice to, to be for you and move with that intention and know that there's not, um, that it doesn't need to look a certain way. I think another thing too is it doesn't need to be a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, especially after teacher training, I felt like if I wasn't going to get on my mat for an hour practice, it didn't even make sense for me to step on it. Mm. And that's, that's not the case. You know, now I get on my mat sometimes for literally 60 seconds 
and do a couple of postures and breathe. And I feel like at least I reset. I just took a moment to reset. Yeah. And so I think that it's important to, to just break down some of those things around what we think the practice should be like or look like um, and focus on what it feels like. Yeah. Because that's what it's really about. It's not about performing the posture. It's about what are you experiencing internally as you are in that posture, mm-hmm. right? That's that's the piece. And so, you know, yoga, the physical practice, is just one of eight parts of the Eightfold Path, which is um, what one of the ancient sages, Indian sages, Patanjali, outlined that, you know, the asana, the physical posture, is just one of the eight things. And along that journey at the very end is what's called samadhi, which is a, a ultimate bliss, like a like a, a type of joy, ineffable joy that you can't even describe. And that happens through the process of acting with certain principles, which are the first two, through physical movement, postures, discipline, right? You called it a practice. It's, it's showing up consistently. Um, and, you know, meditation, introspection, et cetera, and you get to that place. So... Really, it's, it's about coming back to the self. Brittany, I think you said this early, earlier. Coming back to self mm-hmm. is what the practice is really about and discovering more of self. And, you know, they say that your yoga mat is just a big mirror. Mm-hmm. It, it just reveals you to yourself. Mm-hmm. So what you're thinking about yourself on your mat as you're doing a challenging pose is likely what you may be thinking of yourself when you're having a challenging time in your life in some other aspect or area. So, you know, we are who we are, who we are, you know, how we show up on our mat is how we show up in our life. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm for me really big on take the lessons and the things that you learn about yourself on the mat and use those things to, um, to be, to inform how you show up in the world. When we're able to have more patience, more grace with ourselves on our mat like maybe we fall right maybe we're in a challenging balancing pose and we fall how do we respond to the perception of failure right um these are things that we can observe about ourselves so i think that if we can take the approach of i want this i'm I'm going into this practice for it to serve a purpose for me and i get to decide what that is and then also let me be curious let me be let me be curious about what's going on inside and, and, and hold that, right? And know that whatever shows up is, is okay, is valid, and is an opportunity for me to get to know myself better so I can move forward in the way that I want. Yeah. Because awareness is always the first thing, right? We have to mm-hmm. be aware before we can do anything. And then with that awareness, then we can move forward with intent. That so works. that's kind of the way that I look at it. Wow. Angie, I mean, you were really, you were really you talking were that talk I felt and like preaching. I was in a little bit of a church service. Same. I feel like I was in. I'm like, am I, am I in a webinar? Is she giving a motivational speech? <laughs> um, but that was just such pre- fresh perspective to offer because when we're deciding to um, take on these hobbies and these practices, whatever it might be, if it's yoga, if it's skating, if it's uh, whatever it is that you're interested in and exploring uh, more, we look at the people who are at the pinnacle of what, what they're doing. And, right. and the objective for us as new newbies and beginners is to get to that point. And a lot of times we forget that 
this is supposed to be enjoyable. This right. is supposed to serve a purpose for me. Like you said, whatever that is, if it's healing through tra uh, from a traumatic experience, if it's getting over some depression or helping to cope with your anxiety, if it's just to have fun and experience um, joy and peace, whatever that might be, we forget about the purpose and we're always trying to get to the end goal of like, I want to look like the best. Right. You know, it's always about mm -hmm. a, a, a outer perspective outward, and yeah. outward look appearance. appearance versus like, I feel so good when I How do this. Yeah. Right. Like if yeah. I I show up and I skate once a week. I feel so good when I do it. And I don't have right. to compare myself to somebody who's skating every day. And I'm using skating because that's something that I am liking, you know, and I'm mm -hmm. getting into more. But we can even say yoga for the sake of this episode. But it's like when you want to get into something and you want to be really good, then you feel like you got to do it every single day. You get fixated on the getting good. Yeah. Instead, instead of, of like, the yeah, the journey and the experience, which sounds so cliche to be like, it's the journey. It's all about the journey. But, it is. but when you when you, I think, phrase it, which is a great way to, I guess, word it going into the new year and just offer some new um, a new way to, to experience and, and chat and ha add a new word into our vocabulary or in a, a way to explain it is like, what's the purpose of this for me? Yeah. Staying connected mm -hmm. to the why, why you want to do it and why it feels good when you do it or what you feel when you do it. Um, I think that helps us. Right. You know, I feel like that's a great way to to go through life, especially when we're trying and doing new things. I love that. Thank you so much for that. And I to appreciate keep you it. Conscious yes. Like, because we do yeah. so many things subconsciously, even something that's supposed to be helping heal us like yoga yeah when when we're in our minds and um just overthinking everything you really miss the real benefit of what you're doing because you're you're thinking about other things like you said like when i get good instead of just practicing the shit and i also feel mm -hmm. like like um we see things and we aspire to to be them and i feel like that's what we're doing when we're in the midst of learning it oh, like you're sure. constantly thinking about I'm about to get good. I'm looking good. I'm doing this the way that they do it when I see it on Instagram. And we, we totally like, I feel like we, we totally, yeah, we miss the moment and you we know? negate what we're supposed to really be experiencing. Cause I do that. Like I'm doing these fucking skate moves and I'm like, Oh yeah, bitch. Yeah. When I get this move <laughs> and then I just totally take and away yeah. like, wow. And you create unnecessary frustration. Yes. That's what causes me to be frustrated. Not being as good as I want to be. Or, or looking as I the think way I can be, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm actually not gonna even do it no more. I'm not yeah. gonna. I don't. I'm not motivated to skate, or I'm not motivated to practice yoga because I'm mm -hmm. gonna get out there. I'm gonna be frustrated because I'm not as good as I want to be, and throw the whole yeah. shit away. Yeah. Instead of thinking yeah. about how you feel when you do it. Wow, you just dropped a nugget on me. I <laughs> mean, you have to release the attachment to the outcome. Yes, yeah. you really do. So that's and that's true for anything in life, you know, and. You know, I think that this is a good segue. I'm not sure what the next question is, but I think that, that it's a good segue to speak on, like, the origins of yoga and where they actually originate and how that differs so much to where we are now in yoga. Is that something y'all want to hear about? Let's talk about it because we're going to get into the, a lot. Yeah, Go. let's talk about <laughs> it. We, we definitely want to talk about the origins because just from following you and your teachings, I've been enlightened about yeah. where the shit really comes from. So tell our homegirls. Yeah, we want to talk about the, the kinetic yeah. yoga. Let's yeah. get into it. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in in the podcast that y'all did in the previous episode with Evelyn, she said something that really st stood out to me and something that directly applies to this practice. And she talked about um, 
Oh shit! Now I can't even remember. The Probably decolonizing white was, wellness. <laughs> yes, that that too. But she spoke about how like um like this is our land, the stolen land. Have, land. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah, that we have an innate connection. Yeah. To land but then white folks look at us crazy when we want to take a hike right yeah and i think that it's the absolute same thing you know yoga originates in kemet kemet is the original name for egypt the greeks gave it that name so we say kemet in our full reclamation mm. and Talk yoga about originates it. yes since yoga originates in kemet that means it has african origins because people want to you know white people have done a good job of trying to make us think that egypt is not africa period okay mm-hmm. egypt is africa so so the um, prince of egypt is ours <laughs> motherfucker they correct. tried they tried to make them look like they wasn't black y'all remember prince of egypt mm-hmm. they really did yeah they tried um, elizabeth taylor and cleopatra tonight <laughs> exactly so um <laughs> so you know when and I found out about this, I knew that I needed to get certified and learn more about this practice, not only because I just feel a very deep connection to Kemet, but because I just knew it would it would be so powerful for the demographic that I serve, which is, you know, the BIPOC community, but more specifically black women mm-hmm. and brown women. Um, so, you know, we see in the temples, we see it on the hieroglyphs. There are comedic yoga, there are yoga postures that we see that predate Indian yoga by thousands of years, okay? Now, you'll have people refute you on this because there's not scholarly texts that, um, that speak on yoga like there are in India. But this is also a westernized way of dealing with what is legitimate and what isn't. So just because, I mean, if we think about the rich oral history of um of oral, the rich uh, tradition of like oral history, right? Mm-hmm. Through Native Americans, Africans, etc. We didn't always write shit down in a fucking book, right. right? But that doesn't mean that it that it didn't exist, or that doesn't mean that that um, there's not value in it because it's not in a text. Right. And so I think that this is something that we need to remember because people will refute and say, "Oh, well, you know, black people just want to uh, claim that yoga started in Africa so that they can feel closer to the practice." No, motherfucker, this shit is in the temple. You see the wheel pose. You see the meditation pose. You mm. see it. People in a headstand. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yoga then um, migrates with the people that migrated from the region of Kemet into India. And then we see an incredible development of yoga. What India has done with the development of yoga has been insane, right? They they have, there's so many different styles of yoga. Um, it's such a core part of um i remember speaking to a guy at the post office he told me that they had to take yoga in school so it's embedded in their in their way of life yeah and then we see you know in the earlier part of of last century that yogis from the east came and brought the teachings to the west so in kemet and comedic yoga is very focused upon the science the scientific aspect of the practice. And the ancient yogis from India also understand this. A science is basically like that you put, you do, you put in this thing and then this thing will occur, right? Like it's mathematical in that way, that if you apply yourself in a certain way with a yoga practice, you are going to get a certain result. Mm. So it's, it's just practical that way. So, um, you know, the breathing is huge. 
And what, what does the breathing do? Well, you have two aspects of your nervous system. You have the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic is your fight or flight response. Your parasympathetic is your rest and digest. Well, what's so unique about the breath and how it works with the nervous system is that the breath is the only system in your body that functions both voluntarily and involuntarily. Mm. So what does that mean? That means that I don't care what you're doing. So long as you're alive, you're breathing, even if you don't think about it. Right? Yeah. You're breathing regardless. Now, if you focus on your breathing, you can control your breathing and you can decide how you breathe. And the moment that you take your mind off of it, it goes back to breathing on its own involuntarily. Your digestive, your digestive system doesn't do that. You can't tell your digestive system how to work. You can't tell your heartbeat to, to slow down beating or increase beating, right? Like your breath is the only system in your body. And so the direct correlation now to the breath and the nervous system is that when you slow down your breathing, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest. Mm. which means that you're bringing forth a state of calmness through your entire being. Why is this particularly important? Because as people of color and black people specifically in this country, we are on our sympathetic nervous system is constantly activated. Period. We hear sirens, Mm. right? We hear sirens in the street or we might be on the freeway and see the popo in the back, you Mm. know, Mm. and be like, Mm. Oh shit. Right. Um, you know, um, the microaggressions we experience at work, going into going on things like a hike, right, where you're supposed to be able to release, let go, connect with nature, and you're on alert because you don't know if people looking at you crazy and if you're safe or not. Period. Right. Okay, because so, bitches didn't feel safe. That right. I was just gonna say, we did not feel safe. I'm like, what they trying to put? Bitches don't feel safe. Period. Right. Okay. You know. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? 
Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Hmm. And any space you walk in, right? Like we know as black people, any space we walk into, the first thing what we doing, who else up in here look like me? Right. right. Looking around, making a connection. Where the exit's at. Mm-hmm. Just in case shit go down. We're wired like this. Yeah. So that means that this is part of the reason why the stressors, right, that are part of why we are dying and why we are more susceptible to certain illnesses because we are in a stress response. Mm-hmm. When your body is in a constant state of stress response, that taxes your immune system, which means that you are more susceptible to illnesses, viruses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when we are able to take a moment to then gain control of our breath and use it in a way that is truly scientific, which means that regardless, if I slow down breathing right now, I am activating my parasympathetic nervous system, period, point blank. That, that's science. Mm. And so every single time that you step on a mat or that you take a moment to slow down and breathe and activate, you're, you're flooding your, your system with that calm energy. So comedic yoga is heavily focused on all yoga practices are heavily focused on breathing. And that is one of the branches of the eightfold path that I explained to you earlier in Indian yoga is called pranayama. Prana means life force. Uh, yama means restraint. So it's like a control of the breath. Mm. Um, so, you know, comedic yoga is, is a slow practice. It moves incredibly slow. It's very meditative. Because it is, you know, calling on that slow breath, there's a lot of emphasis on the spine. So the spine is where our nerves are housed, right? So there's a lot of emphasis on spinal alignment, on moving energy through the spine. We also know, and I won't get super deep into this, but we also know that within our spine exist energy centers, which by the Indian, uh, in Indian, you know, in India is are known as chakras, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Chakras. What are we calling them in, in Kemet? What are we calling them? Is there some new different names? You know, I, 
shit. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not really sure. Cause girl, we can come up with something. Some what the black folks calling it. Shit. Let's take it back. Okay. Our shock. Yeah, like you said, our shock. But you know, we are. You know, in in Kemet, we already had some of these. There's there is hieroglyphs and things that point specifically to like the third eye or the throat chakra or the crown chakra, right? Which are the more spiritual ones. Your lower ones are like grounding, grounding. rooted to the earth. Your, yeah. your higher ones are like opening you up to the heavens, right? And we have that balance as human beings where we're rooted to the earth, but we also know there's more, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's that spectrum. So those energy centers in our body sit along the axis of the spine so when we are um breathing and and moving energy up through the spine we are activating the we can activate those centers and those are things to be very careful with but nonetheless it's just to know that you do have energy centers that sit along the spine and ancient Kemet you know commissions knew this um our ancestors our elevated ancestors knew this and were very in tune with with spirituality um so Fast forward now to what you see, you know, very regularly in Western society is power vinyasa classes. You're moving 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You can barely catch up with the next pose. You can't even catch your breath, right? Your breath is <laughs> beyond you. You can't even catch it. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're moving very quickly because Western society is results-oriented. Like, mm. you're doing the practice to achieve the pose. Um you know, the, the goal is for you to sweat, for you to have a good workout, for you to get abs, for you to lose weight, right? Right, right, right. Um, Totally taken away so from different. the real point is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's my whole point is that when we look back to comedic yoga, to Indian yoga, the intent is totally different yeah. than what they have done with it here in the West and then capitalize it. And it's the same thing as what Evelyn said in the last podcast. This is our shit, and you looking at me sideways when I walk into the studio. Like right. I don't belong here. Mm. Right. Mm. When y'all doing the shit wrong. Right. <laughs> Slow down. Y'all you, doing the shit wrong to begin with. I was re- when you were talking you know? about how it's so slow and intentional. I was thinking about how most of the yoga classes that I've been to have been very speedy, especially like the hip hop one yeah, um, with Y Seven, and how you can mm-hmm. miss some of the real benefits. From slowing down, really controlling your breath. And Germany and I were just looking to see if there were some comectic yoga classes in LA. We haven't found one yet. We do you offer virtual? Mm, she does. Vir- virtual she yes, membership. Ma'am. We're gonna need to do the virtual because I need to slow my ass down. I'm yeah. gonna need y'all to, to pull up. I actually have a restorative comedic yoga class that I'm teaching on January second at nine. I know some of y'all probably not morning. I think Germany, you ain't a morning person. I'm really not either. <laughs> you got me. But <laughs> you offer this at night. <laughs> the bedtime version. But the bedtime. How early is it? And it's damn, nine. Oh, it's nine. at nine at nine. Nine ain't that bad. If you would have said a sunrise service, then y'all would have had not to the girl, sunrise. <laughs> y'all would have had no, to catch ma'am. me later. No, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, comedic yoga is difficult to find, and it, it is one of the things that I feel is like a pillar of my brand because naturally who I serve. And what I have experienced is, is that people have some really powerful um, sometimes visions, sometimes sensations and experiences in their body when they're practicing these postures. Because they are literally postures from off of the walls of Kemet. Mm. 
Mm. Like that is incredibly powerful when we talk about reclaiming our wellness mm. and knowing that, yo, this shit started with us. This shit is not foreign to me, right? Like this is within me. This is in my DNA. Period. And now we playing Solange all day, FUBU. And you know, we were supposed to go to Egypt or Kemet. We were. This year, but COVID happened. But I think this was mm. intentional because when we go for real, bitch, bitch I'm gonna be hitting the money. I'm gonna pose. be like, take me to let me get these poses. <laughs> Shut up. Come on. Shut up. Shut up. Come on. I'm gonna be hitting it. I'm gonna be hitting it. And so, Andrew, you mentioned <laughs> yeah. that you offer um that you have a lot of offerings, right? And what what I what I noticed from your profile and just watching you as a wellness practitioner and a wellness entrepreneur is that you create a very um a very clear balance between and, and a very admirable balance rather between entrepreneurship and wellness. And, and I think in one of your posts, you were mentioning that a lot of times um, wellness practitioners feel guilty for charging for their services and they want to give everything for free because you feel like that you're just trying to serve the community. Right. Uh, what tips do you have or is there a, a way that we as creatives and wellness, wellness creatives can transition to entrepreneurship in a seamless way? Like how, how is it that you balance that so well? Because you really talk about the business of yoga, which is a lot of people don't. And I, I think it's difficult, um, for people who are, are wellness practitioners or want to get into wellness to create entrepreneurship and, and understand that it's okay to charge sustainable for sustainable living. Yeah. Like have a lucrative career mm -hmm. in what you're offering. Like what, what does that look like for you? And how is it that we, us, Brittany and I, and others, the other homegirls who are listening can transition yeah. into that space? I love this question. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, girl, you know, um, Here's the thing, and, and this is this is really what is very important. First of all, you gotta have clarity. Mm. So the first thing is knowing, you know, who do you who are you serving and what are you providing for that for those people? Right? What what services are you providing for the people that you serve? Mm -hmm. And is the service you're providing solving a problem or meeting a need or assisting with a challenge, right? Like in order to business, businesses make money because they, they offer some type of transformation. So you go to get coffee, you pay for that coffee because you are, you, you know, you need to get yourself energized for the day. Right. Mm -hmm. As an example, everybody don't drink coffee, but, you go there for a specific, you, you just had a small transformation. You went in there, you paid for the coffee, now you got energy, now you can go about your day. Mm -hmm. You come to a yoga class, you need to de-stress, you show up stressed, you leave unstressed. You just had a mini transformation. So mm -hmm. I think getting clear on what is the transformation that you want people to experience um, from what you offer is really, is really important to get very, very clear on and then figuring out how you're going to do that. Um, the next piece is, is entry points. I talk about this a lot. Having different types of entry points to your offerings. So, for example, I have my drop-in yoga classes, which are my lowest level offerings. So, that means that someone could enter at no cost, someone could pay 30 bucks. It's really dependent on them. And so, that's a staple offering that never goes away because my brand is about Accessibility. That's fine. Great. Yoga classes. I know that I'm not getting rich off teaching yoga classes and I get that. No problem. Mm. Then I have an online, an online studio. 
So you're going to have like an offering that's like a love offering, especially when you're doing something for community. There's going to be something like what you all do with the podcast. I know y'all make some funds off it, but then you have your Patreon, right? Period. Right. Which is like. Because what we're doing right now, Angie's very love offering. Y'all getting all this free shit. These episodes. <laughs> it's all love. Love. You care. Period. About what you're doing and you want to serve your community and you see the result, right? You've seen the impact that it's had on your community to do this podcast. So now you say. We're going to add some value, and for that added value experience, we're going to ask you to also add value, right, with your dollars. Period. That's your Patreon. So then what would be the next step? And that's, and that's what, what people have to think about. What is the next step in the journey for your client or customer that makes sense to take the next step? So that's, So building your offerings in a way that is tiered, in a way that people can enter them at, at different price points, and in a way that is sequential, it's like your customers are going, it's like your, your community is going on a journey with you, mm-hmm. right? And you maybe you're doing like a hike and you get to the first peak. Okay, what is the next peak that makes sense? And then the next peak that makes sense, like where are you taking people? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something to, to think about. So that, that could look like a variety of things. You know, I think having a, a, a black girl bravado um, retreat would be incredible. You know, and that's on the um, books and you are teaching yoga. We didn't, <laughs> that's we didn't in the tell new, you. that's the next tell you, but phase. That's, what was happening. that's the next peak. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll, you know, I'll and you just spilled the beans. You spilled the beans. <laughs> God damn. Yes. <laughs> So, you know that, I mean, y'all could, y'all could have a whole course that teaches other people how to create a podcast. How to podcast. That's Mm -hmm. two on the peaks. Um, And so I think that also another piece of this is, is as you're looking at, well, you're like, well, shit, what am I actually going to teach people? Right? Like, I don't even know. That's when you, when you want to take inventory and stock of what am I already good at? What have I already been doing? What is my low hanging fruit? Mm -hmm. Period. Mm. What is my low hanging fruit? And how can I infuse that into my teaching? So let's say, for example, that I am a veteran, right? And I also teach yoga. My low-hanging fruit is veterans yoga. Yeah. And guess what? (laughs) It's also a niche because there's not many types of yoga that are specifically for veterans or even black, black female veterans. I could even go that deep. Right. Right. And so the other piece of it too, especially in the wellness industry, and I've been talking about this is that the wellness industry now is saturated. It's not uncommon to find a black yoga teacher anymore. Right. That's a dime a dozen now, nowadays. Right. Everybody mm-hmm. got a, a wellness platform that centers black women. Right. That's, that's happening right now, which is great because we needed that representation and that's awesome. But what happens now? You now in a you now in a uh, in a in a pool in a sea of other people who are doing the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. So now you have to get more specific, and you do that by reaching in by going inward, just like the practice of yoga. You do that by going inwards and and taking a look at well, what am I passionate about? Am I passionate about the homeless? Maybe you focus on doing, you know, offering yoga in homeless shelters, mm-hmm. or maybe you're passionate about survivors of domestic violence, and maybe you, maybe that's your 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 lane, right? Yeah. So we have to get more specific, and then when we do, we can really, 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 really thrive because we're filling a, a gap, and we're able to meet a need that maybe no one or very few people are meeting, 
And so that's how you really set yourself up for success because um, whenever someone is looking for the thing that you do, they're going to you. So right. establishing yourself as a go-to person for what you do is huge. And you do that by carving yourself a lane. Mm. You got to carve it because they ain't carving it for you. No, turn this bitch into a pumpkin. You'll be, you'll be in a traffic jam. Period. Okay. You got to turn this. This, this hoe is a pumpkin and we're carving. We are carving, nigga. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Angie, my God. You know what, Angie? You really are so special. Knowledgeable. You're a gemstone. Um, we really appreciate the work that you're doing for the BIPOC community, but also for wellness entrepreneurs because, honey, it's being done. And it's deeper than, like you mentioned, like you don't just teach yoga. You out here doing it all for real. Yeah. It's so, oh, God. Every it's time admirable. I, There's a lot. Every time we There's do this show, every time we do this show, I learn a little bit more. It's I really know. not that we're, I hope people don't think that we know it all because we be on here like, oh, wow, light bulb moment just went off. We really That's as basic as y'all. Turn the cameras on because if y'all saw the way we react, <laughs> whenever our guests are speaking, they would be like, "Okay, they're basic too." Right? They would know that we too are basic. Like, damn, we just host, we just hold We're space. All learning. We're just you holding know, space. Us, the biggest mistake you could make is ever thinking that you have arrived. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm far from arrival. I'm yeah. a couple hours out Ooh, girl. I'm on a road trip. Okay. Me too. And you know trip. what? Another thing I want to add to the piece around entrepreneurship is that I didn't know all this shit when I first started. Right. I figured it out. I had trial and error. I was a student of the game. You got to be a student of the game. Watch what people are doing. You know, like people will ask you, oh, how did you do this? Did, have you watched? The, are you watching? Are mm. you paying attention? Right. Yeah. Are you paying attention? Period. Watch what people do, and you can learn so much just by studying game. Like, stop waiting for people to give you all the pieces mm. and take action. That part. It's that for me. It's that. And action. you know what else? In the midst of you watching, you got to learn how to flip and tumble. Because we'll be watching and Come try on. to emulate, and that's yeah. what you can't do. You so. Cannot. You know, although you might like your favorite or your favorite podcast does it this way, you don't have to do it that way because then that creates the, you know, takes away from the authenticity. And like Angie said, you yeah. have to carve out the lane. Carve out you. the lane using the what you see. Right. What you see and then figuring out how Study to make it. Study the game, not the player. Ooh. Ooh. And there is another gem. Body water water with your sprinkle. sprinkle <laughs> that was a sprinkle. <laughs> Period. Study the game because yeah. the game is the game. Right? Yes. Be your own player in the game. Study yes. what, what the game is. Don't study the individual. Because then, like you said, you're not even coming from a place of authenticity. you coming out trying to be like so-and-so. And, -so, and yes. you got to find what works for you and just know that that is equally valuable. Yes. So there's some self-worth that's involved that we got to, you know, some self-worth self issues that we have to work through and mm -hmm. self-esteem issues we have to work through. Mm -hmm. But you build confidence by taking action and then seeing the results of your actions. Right? Flexing the muscle. Like, y'all probably way more confident now in your podcast than you were the very first episode. Definitely. A little confidence has built. Has been <laughs> We're built. definitely way more confident. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of confidence has been built. <laughs> Not going to say it hasn't. <laughs> There's more to do. And it happens through action, you know, by, by doing. By yeah. doing. You're you right. Know? You know, flexing so, the muscle. Flexing the muscle because it's definitely easier to come on here and talk and 
we get into a rhythm and a flow because we've done this part. But there's other pieces of the podcast, the business, right? The way you've created a business about yoga that we are are attempting to really tap into. And that's the part that, that takes work for us. And that's where we're going. That's what 2020, 2021 mm-hmm. is holding for us. That's the space that we're holding for 2021 right. is getting about the business of podcasting because, I mean, and this is now, now this part is going to Patreon. Cut this piece, Brittany, and take it to <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You got to pay for this. You got to pay to play. No, honestly, um, you know, we've been we've been very successful in coming here every week and doing Mm -hmm. what we would consider the bare minimum. You know, like this is very easy for us to come. Brittany and I have a very natural, uh, a natural. What is is it called? No, uh, chemistry. chemistry. So it's easy for me to come here with my best friend and sit down and talk about things that we like and, and bring new tea to our homegirls, to our community. But it's not easy to do the other shit. You know what I mean? That's the part that we have to get serious about. And like I mentioned, getting about the business of what we do. Because we're doing the hobby. We're doing the fun part of what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. And the the shit that's Mm -hmm. not fun is what we don't want to do. But we have to do it. You know? So it's just funny. Absolutely. You know, it's such a balance. And it's really about flexing the muscle. And that, that was my whole point here is like this part, the recording is easy for us. Right. It's the other shit that's not easy, yeah. but the more we get comfortable flexing that muscle of like, okay, bitch, we got to really do the business part. Then we'll, we'll reap the right. rewards and we'll get more and more confident doing it. So, you know, it's just nice to speak to other creatives and other, other entrepreneurs and other, um, fucking black women in the wellness space doing what it is that we see ourselves doing on different levels you know Mm -hmm. what i mean on different levels because you've been very very successful doing what it is that you do and and i'm sure that there's so much more for you because that's just inevitable right like you're doing what you have to do Mm -hmm. you're doing the work and you're going to reap the benefits and it's just a pleasure to just connect and 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 it's just really full circle because i remember when you were down here a couple what was that like last year or maybe she was gonna come. It was 2018 that you were down here, remember and, and when, we were gonna uh, link with Stefan. Remember when Stefan linked us? Yeah, know? we were supposed yeah. to link. That yeah. was but 2018. I ended up not coming down. Oh my that, god, that is that so was long like ago. August 2018. Oh my god, That's two when, years ago. Yeah, time flies. So it's really a full circle moment that we like kind of briefly mm-hmm. met, and then we've kind of chatted over social, and we've had this like kind of distant yep. connection, you know. And then we were like thinking about this series and it's like, oh, Angie would be perfect for this. So it's always nice to connect laterally, too. I love that when we connect laterally. Yes. It's not always about getting somebody I- who's like has so many thousands of followers and has this great following and community mm-hmm. like lateral connections are are really the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Connecting with the more people. Out of it. Super vibe. Yeah. I love it here. I love it here, too. And I think also I, I love it here, too. And, <laughs> you know, I. I will say that also another thing that we need to remember, especially as black women, is that we don't have to do it all by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like, if there's information that you don't know and there's someone who can help you, pay somebody to mentor you. Pay somebody to help help you figure out what the fuck you're doing because it's going to add so much value. You Mm -hmm. know, like we don't have to just humbug, stroll along and pack the struggle on our back and you know like let somebody hold hold the weight for you and, and and guide you and let you know which which directions you can take and things like I think that's something else that you know that we need to exercise our wallet in in the area of investment especially yes. as black people we need to understand the value of investment white people don't don't blink when they invest they in don't. uh they don't even blink because they understand 
understand the value. Yes. Okay, you're gonna make you're gonna make that and then some. Right. You know. And that's really a paradigm so I think that shift. Is really important. That's a paradigm shift. That's like mm-hmm. a thought process that we have to get out of it and. And I know, like, speaking for myself, that is, like, we'll be like, I, we can do it. We can figure it out. We can do it. We can learn it. And, like, right. and it's it's a way of, like, black people are, like, we're going to make a way out of no way, which right. is, like, you know, we have mm-hmm. a tenacious spirit. We're very resilient. But we do have to mm-hmm. break out of that, you know? Yeah, like, and that's why they have experts. Period. Like, pay somebody. Tap into to the community. Figure out what it is that you need to get further and, and move put, ahead. And put the money there because we period. do want to hoard our resources. Like, I ain't about to pay Pay her. nobody to do right. this. But it's like, no, that's what she's here no. for. Pay and her. invest in her. Right. To give is to receive. To give is to receive. Period, period. To give is to receive. Yes. Keep the, keep the energy flowing instead of just hoarding your shit. You holding on to your little chain, scared to give it up. How are you supposed to be in a space of abundance if you holding on to the little $2 you got and you don't want to... <laughs> invest them in yourself you know like you got to have a bigger vision and just do what you're good at right like if you can capitalize on your strengths let somebody else capitalize on their strengths I can't tell you how much how much relief that has brought me to outsource certain things and, and to finally hire an assistant to help me do certain things has been such a relief and has paid itself off so many times over because peace of mind for me is critical yeah. right so especially when you're running a business you don't want to be all frazzled and overwhelmed and that's not a space where you can be creative yeah. and, and expand so you know you gotta there has to be an understanding of value beyond beyond money and yeah. what is this really what is this really um what is the value that this is giving me that may not be tangible right yeah. i love that Angie, you've been a, a a great addition to our day, our you Saturday. Have. You got it cracking, <laughs> jump started it. We're feeling motivated. We're feeling inspired, and and you know that's a a big part of why we do this show. And it's always nice when it comes around and we feel it because we do it for the girls. But you know, yeah. it's nice when we also can engage and get the feelings that we're we're putting out. So thank feeling you so very much. Affirmed with yeah. our guest selection. Yes, this series has been top notch chef's, chef's kiss. kiss yes, yes. <laughs> angie let our girls know where they can find you what it is you know you offer just give them your tea yeah yes thank you thank y'all so much for having me yes. i'll come back anytime and you know i'm at the retreat period just let it play a note you know it. um you can find me on instagram at afro yoga by angie just like it sounds afro yoga by angie a-n-g-i-e um, you can find the website at afroyoga.org, O-R-G. Um, I have an online studio that is $20 a month. In that studio, you get a bunch of pre-recorded yoga classes. I have four different styles in there that I teach. You also get access to free access to the live monthly uh, classes that I do. I do Saturday classes. So you get access to those for free as a member. Um, you also get over 60 plant-based recipes. There's like 13 guided meditations in there. Our podcast episodes are loaded up in there as well. And you get special pricing on our wellness workshops. Um, all for $20 a month. And we'll be joining. We'll crazy. be for um, Slide through. Um, would love to have y'all. Yes. And then I also have mentorship programs and I have a yoga B school now. Those are both closed at the moment, but will reopen later in the year. Um, where I work with, you know, teachers of color uh, globally to teach them about the business of yoga and how to develop their offerings and monetize and all of those, all those things, branding, a lot of really great stuff. Um, 
And then we also have for any, you know, I don't know if there's any white folks that listen to this podcast, but if you are a non-black ally or you are, you know, um, friends or acquaintances with a non-black ally, we have a platform called Afro Yoga Allies Hmm. that creates um, anti-racism resources to dismantle Hmm. white supremacy. And all of the proceeds go to um, supporting BIPOC yoga teachers. So we're actually doing our very first round of funding in January where we'll be providing scholarships for aspiring yoga teachers of color to attend a teacher training of their choice. We love that. All of that will be down in the show notes. It sure will, homegirls. Y'all know what to do. Angie, thank you again for all of the work that you are doing and that you plan to do. We really appreciate you and you are a gem in our community. Yes, we love you, girl. Thank you. Love y'all back. Appreciate y'all. Yes, this is so good. Thank you so much. We're going to talk to you soon. Yes, most definitely. Thank you.